Caroline, we were talking before the break about some of these EV names. Tesla making some headlines today, some really strong deliveries news. But uh, we're seeing, again, uh, a strong move to the upside, and investors continue to invoice their opinions on the stock. It continues to benefit uh, from these uh, strong headline news and Elon Musk in general. One of the things I keep thinking about is I'm not necessarily in the market to buy a car uh, anytime necessarily soon, but if I were, I probably at this point would not be looking at an electric vehicle just because of, again, I live in the city, some of the charging constraints, but I imagine once that changes soon, I mean, we're going to see a tipping point uh, in the near future, I would think. Ben, I'd say a Tesla is my dream car, although <laughs> not, the price, not the price tag, but maybe I can make it happen in 2022. Uh, but same, city living, uh, my method of transportation usually is the subway. But if you had FOMO that maybe you don't own a Tesla, but that you missed out on Tesla's ride higher in 2021, well, uh, not so fast. It's charging ahead again today, up 11%. On those delivery results, just to kind of take a look at the numbers here, it delivered 308,600 vehicles in Q4. That's a record high and well surpassed expectations. Even the bullish whisper number was 275,000. So blue right past that. For the full year, Tesla delivered over 936,000 units in 2021. So almost double 2020's totals. I believe it was a gain of 87%. In terms of output, it produced about 306,000 new vehicles in Q4, so 68,000 more than the previous three months, and notching a new record for volume in the final quarter as well. And of course, this comes despite what we've been talking about for what seems like forever, supply chain issues, chip shortages, a really tough environment, and it managed to, uh, to really impress with these delivery numbers. And of course, there's a lot of analyst activity, a lot of analyst commentary about this stock. Uh, Wedbush analyst who we know, Dan Ives, who we know is a big Tesla bull, he gave, um, he called the figures jaw-dropping. And he said uh, it's a trophy case quarter for the company. As you can see here in turn, Tesla rising 11.4%, almost inching closer to $1,200 a share. That's a... Uh, Dan Ives has actually an outperform rating at a $1,400 per share price target. His bull case is $1,800, so quite a bit of upside there if his bull case comes to fruition. Meanwhile, Deutsche Bank has a buy rating and a price target of $1,200 a share, so as I said, inching closer there. RBC analysts raised the firm's price target on Tesla today to $1,005 from $950, so actually a price target increase but lower than where it's trading right now and it's sector perform rating. But there's always the other side, right? There's always two sides. Bernstein has a, an underperform rating and a price target of $300 a share. So if you look at this chart here, you'll see uh, $300 a share is a long way to go on the downside. Same with JP Morgan. Uh, its analyst, Ryan Brinkman, raised its price target to $295 from $250, and he has an underweight rating on the stock. Ben, you know, haters are going to hate, but hmm. Tesla added 50% to its share price last year, up again 11% today. Uh, well, investing not only in the space in this one, 
but um, I'm not saying not necessarily some, nothing's going to stop the stock, nothing's going to stop this advance I'm talking about into this space in general as we move from uh, your traditional combustion engines into the uh, more, uh, you know, cleaner and uh, uh, more uh, advanced uh, EV space. But I think what we're seeing here is, again, people really kind of, uh, uh, you know, voting on and investing in Elon Musk and his approach and innovations that he's made. And uh, he's certainly earned that as well. Now, when I uh, think about Tesla, I mentioned in terms of how this wouldn't necessarily be uh, my first choice in terms of my next purchase, maybe my second or certainly third. And I'd have to agree with you. They are beautiful cars and I love the models. You know, I think uh, what's neat for me is kind of how well they don't have the grill. So you don't have that radiator. Ultimately, it's just a whole new look in the front. But I'm seeing more and more on the roads every single day. And I was talking earlier about how well, I drive by a dealership on a regular basis, a Tesla dealership to take my dog to this dog park. And this weekend, I swear there were like one or two or three only on the lot. I mean, you don't normally see a lot there uh, parked on the lot, 10, maybe 20. But in this instance, they had really gotten cleared out for the new year. Well, hey, they delivered, what, 936,000 units in 2021. So, so they're, they're all gone. But I, I, full disclosure, I drive a, my grandpa's old 2011 Chevy Equinox with about 50,000 miles on it. So I, I'm a far way away from a Tesla. But uh, I think that in terms of the delivery numbers, I think they're not just a big milestone for Tesla, as we saw also NIO had some great delivery figures as well, but really for the electric vehicle space. Yeah. While you might not be quick to buy one, it might be your second or third car down the road. If, if you're like me, that might not be for 20 years. But um, I think that it's a big milestone for the space because de demand is there and it's clearly it's clearly growing. So I think that this is going to be the year that we'll continue to talk about competition for Tesla. You yeah. know, Tesla, we've been saying it for years, uh, but keep in mind, Tesla is due to release the Cybertruck, which is much anticipated after Rivian's truck and after Ford releases its F-150 Lightning, I believe it's called. So competition is still much, very much going to be a topic of conversation and maybe Tesla will finally have to, to face it. Although we have to see how some of these automakers actually can scale their electric vehicles. We see Tesla doing a really impressive job at it, but we have to see if others will follow suit given labor shortages, supply chain issues, you know, chip shortages. There's a, there's a lot of uh, headwinds that they're facing. Yeah, certainly a conversation we'll be having multiple times this year. Battery technology as well and uh, continued demand uh, will be uh, the focal point here. And Caroline, a great breakdown in terms of what's been uh, giving this space, uh, space and this stock in general, specifically uh, powering it up recently and into the new year. A very strong year for 2021 for Tesla and it setting up to be a strong start to 2022 now.